You're listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast, episode 16. Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Hi, Phil here, and welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast, where I chat with inspiring IT professionals, consultants, and experts each week. To find out more about the podcast, visit itcareerenergizer.com. And now let's chat with today's featured guest, Corey Lipson. Corey has been a user experience consultant for over 20 years, with a primary focus on user research and evaluation and UX training. Corey is also author of the UX Careers Handbook and is a LinkedIn learning instructor, as well as a frequent writer and speaker on UX methods and career-related topics. So, Corey, could you maybe fill in a little bit around that brief bio? Sure, sure. I mean, basically, I spent my uh, the entirety of my career uh, doing uh, UX research, uh, and uh, you know, and, and been been a freelancer for many of those years. Um, so it's been it's been an exciting journey for me to be able to write the book, uh, to be able to do the Linda LinkedIn learning courses, uh, and uh, really just to to kind of do do so many different different things with respect to to UX careers. Can you share with us a unique career tip that the IT career managers audience need to know and probably don't? Sure. So, you know, really what I think one of the most important things one could do for their career is, in fact, outside of the workplace. Um, you know, I've I found a lot of career success uh, with my involvement with UXPA, the User Experience Professionals Association, yeah. as well as just doing doing different things that, you know, I, I call UX adventure, um, but really doing things that you may or may not be paid for, but uh, it really kind of increases increases someone's ability to to be visible, to be seen, and ultimately it helps their career uh, through this volunteer through these voluntary activities. Yeah, appearing at, at things like conferences and and maybe doing a little bit above what you'd expect to do within your day to day job, I think definitely adds value to your own career. For sure, for sure. Could you tell us about your worst IT career moment um, and what did you learn from that experience? Um, I mean, really, I think as as a consultant, um, the, the worst moments are when the client says something and and you try to process it and to hear it, but you don't hear it in the way that they expect you to hear it. Now, you know, it, it, it's it's one of those things that you know, then you you've got to go back and forth and back and forth and say, hey. What are you really trying to say? What are you really trying to to help have me understand? Um, and recognizing those moments, I think, you know, is is sometimes hard. Sometimes it's a difficult thing, really, for anyone. Uh, but but kind of capturing those moments and saying, hey, I don't understand. Um, I, you know, th- this this doesn't make sense. So let's figure out how to find some some explanation, some solution that will make sense to both of us, so that we can be communicating in the same way on the same page. Yeah, so obviously you touched on the word communication there. I think that's um, often key um, when it comes to actually career worst moments. It tends to be a breakdown of communication in some way. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think that th- th- that's the biggest risk, but also the opportunity for the most success when when things do go right and when you do align those communication and uh, channels and really ha- synchronize the the conversation in a way that really helps. And particularly as a consultant, you only get one shot often at a lot of these communications. So um, so being able to fix them on the fly is is so important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, are you able to uh, provide maybe a, a real example of where that may have happened? Uh, I mean, you know, through the years, um, there's certainly been times where where I didn't understand what what someone was saying. Um, you know, even even when we are even when the words make sense. Um, you know, I can think of one, one consulting engagement where uh, you know I was developing a, a research plan, and the client said, "Well, we need you to get at this." Um, and this particular thing. So I said, okay. And I, I drew up the research plan. The client said, no, that, that's, that's not this. That's, that's not the thing that we were talking about. So then I did it again. And, and then, you know, they said, okay, you know, that, that, that's, that's most of the way there, but there's still a little bit more about this. Um, and then I did another, another round of it. Uh, and, and, um, and finally, yes, okay, you've, you've captured this. You've captured this thing that I was trying to get at. Uh, but, but, um, Kind of being able to prepare for, yeah, it's two rounds of going through this communication. Um, you know, it, it was successful in the end, but I, I do remember thinking to myself, you know, I, I hope I got it right this time. I hope I got it yeah. right this time. <laughs> um, and, and finally, phew, a sigh of relief that, that I got it right. Yeah, I would have thought that's quite common in your particular area, if you like, um, given that it is very sort of user facing. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah. Moving on from your worst moment, perhaps you can tell us maybe about your IT career highlight. Yeah, I mean, so so for me, um, the highlight of my career uh, really is the is the adventure of it all. Um, you know, actually, if you if you Google UX adventure, I think I, I'm proudly say I'll get the the top couple hits. Uh-huh. Uh, even though one could argue that no one searches for UX adventure, but if they did, uh, but um, but basically, you know, I um, the 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 most exciting uh, thing for me in my career is um, really the 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 writing that I do, the things that you mentioned at the beginning, the yep. the Linda LinkedIn learning courses, um, the book, uh, the articles, the um, the, the talks. Um, you know the the work I've done with UXPA. Uh, really, for me, you know, that's been kind of the most exciting thing. And that said, I really do enjoy my research activities as well. Um, but uh, but that's even in some ways um, uh, overshadowed uh, in my mind by kind of the most exciting things I've gotten to do in the last couple of years. Uh, even as I do these these exciting, cool uh, research projects of various technology. What was the reason for writing the book? Did you have a particular reason for doing it? Well, so so uh, originally I was speaking about the topic, uh, and um, uh, and you know it, it just became a topic I was interested in, really through my volunteer work, and got to the point where um, where it just made sense that you know I, I said you know, oh you know, this is a topic that that really there's been no commercially commercially published book about UX careers. Uh, there still isn't. Uh, and, I mean, aside from mine, and, um, and you know, it, it seems like something that needs to be uh, needs to be filled. And it was interesting because I talked to a couple publishers and, um, and 
they were a little worried about the idea of the UX careers book. They said, well, career, UX, it changes, careers change, um, methods, it, why don't you write a methods book? Because methods are, are much more stable. Careers, just they're constantly evolving. And, um, and I said, you know, there are things that aren't going to, that aren't going to, uh, change that quickly. Um, and, and, uh, with, with my current publisher, they, they understood that. Um, so while the book has all those things that hopefully don't change too quickly, um, it, it links heavily to a website which uh, right now has some information, but it, it leaves it open to the possibility of if, if other things do change, I'll be able to change that dynamically without having to worry about the, the core information of the book, which, which I believe should be pretty stable over time. Right. What's the one thing that excites you about the future of a career in IT? Well, I mean, really, in, in UX, um, I mean, one of the most exciting things is that the, the technology is always changing. And as a user experience professional, one doesn't necessarily have to worry too much about the nuances of the languages used or the technology of the back end. Um, I mean, certainly there's a need to understand some basics. But, you know, what's really exciting is I get you, I get to, to play with these new technologies as they evolve, whether it's artificial intelligence or voice or augmented reality. Yeah. Um, not, not that I've had that, might, that many opportunity, that much opportunity to really work with these technologies yet, but it's going to be coming. And, and, there, and from, in my research frame, I'm going to have the opportunity probably to do research on, on these uh, emerging technologies, and, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, and without, without too much worry about wh- what's made them happen, um, you get to really experience different things, and, and uh, that's, for me, why UX has resonated uh, for, for so many years. Sure. Um, you mentioned VR in particular. That, that is something that, that seems to be gathering momentum, um, things like the Oculus Rift and, and so forth. Is that an area that really interests you? Well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I think I think augmented reality is actually going to be, I, I think, is going to make a bigger um, impact on society than virtual reality, uh, because with augmented reality now you're you're interfacing with the real world, and virtual reality has existed for for a fair amount of time. Granted, pr- uh, processing power hasn't been good enough to really um, kind of uh, get it to go forward. Uh, maybe as quickly as it could have, but um, but with augmented reality now we've we've got this opportunity to to overlay uh, what's already there, and you know there's something more more natural about that, uh, you know, and, and more perhaps seamless. Uh, and you know we've seen we've seen Pokemon Go as kind of one first f- uh, foray into into augmented reality, but yes. I do believe it's gonna it's gonna increase over time. Okay, I'm um, gonna go into the reveal round now. So what first attracted you to a career in IT? Well, so um, so really I, I had started college uh, back, in, uh, back in, in the early 90s, and I was very interested in psychology and the way, basically the way people's minds worked. And I had, I had to, as part of my curriculum, work in a, in one of the professor's lab, in research labs in psychology. And there was one professor who was doing basically what I'm doing today, user research, um, usability testing and the like. And I asked him if I could intern in his lab. He said, certainly. And it was really that one, uh, that one experience which 
really impacted the the entirety of the next twenty some years where um where you know what I learned in uh, so long ago is the same kinds of things you know in, in an evolved form for sure but um the kind same kinds of things that I'm doing today so um so that really that really got my interest now and that said um I don't even know that I don't even know that I think of I, I think of it as saying, oh, I want a career in IT. I'm going to do user experience. It was more, I want to know the way people's minds work. And, oh, I love technology. I love uh, the way technology evolves. Okay, now this is the way to, to join IT with, um, with psychology and with these social sciences. What is the best career advice you've ever received? Um, I would say that some of the best career career advice that I that I've received um is to kind of pause for a moment sometimes you know you're 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 moving you're moving you feel like there's always something to do there's always something something that needs to to get accomplished um there's a deadline but sometimes it's so important just to to stop for a moment and say hey why am I doing this does this make sense let's do a quick check um you might say to yourself you might say to other people um let's just pause and and take a breath and make sure that that things are on track make sure um we talked earlier about communication make sure that our communication is on track um yep. make sure that our timeline is is appropriate and makes sense and we're not rushing too much um and that all the factors align uh so really kind of that that stop and there that that pause um you know really is 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 critical um uh, often to to project success if you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do? Really, I think I would do the same thing. Uh, I, I um, you know, I've thought about that. You know, if, if I if I could could do it again, uh, what would I do? And I keep arriving at you know, I, I do the same thing. Um, the 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 one thing that's always um, that, that I've wondered about. I, I I when I was in psychology alone, uh, you know, I was a, I was a psychology major, and uh, I never took any business classes as an undergraduate. And later, I became interested, kind of in business, business theory, business process. Um, and you know, maybe five years later, I got an MBA. But um, and and I, I took many business classes and really enjoyed them. Uh, you know, if I if I could do my academics over, I may have maybe double majored in psychology and business. Uh, maybe still gotten the MBA. But um, but I, but it was it was it was interesting that for me I, I didn't discover the that junction with business um, or at least business theory and business process uh, until a couple of years after I had uh, graduated with my undergraduate degree. If you were to begin your IT career. Again, there will be obviously differences in terms of how it was when you started to what what it would be like now. So, are you able to give maybe a little bit of an insight into how you think it might be different? Sure. So, um, you know, one thing that I really I really thought uh, when I was you know 15 years ago, the path to uh, career success is ultimately leadership um, and leadership specifically in the workplace. That is. You, you work as a practitioner for a number of years, and then you you go up one step, and now you manage people, and you go up another step, and you manage more people. And I I believed um, you know that that was just the way things worked, and that's the way you progress. So then uh, I started. I I, I uh, did consulting for a while, and and I managed smaller teams. I managed a little bit bigger teams, and then I managed um, uh, some staff, some contractors, and then I realized that's not 
what you need. And, and I found leadership through other ways, um, like, like I talked about UXPA and, and the writing and, and thought leadership and so on. Um, but it took me a while to realize, uh, and probably was, it was not maybe until like about 10 years ago, uh, that I, I finally came to terms with the fact that what I really enjoy is being a practitioner. Um, I, I really enjoy the work and leadership is not the natural or, or, or the only uh, way that one could advance their career. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I think there are two almost distinct avenues you can take within your career. You can go down a technical route um, or you can potentially go down a leadership or management route. Yes, yeah. What career objectives are you focusing on right now? Uh, so it's interesting. I, you know, I I had some goals set out I, with, with, with UXPA, with the book, with writing a book, um, with doing the articles and giving talks and so on. Now I'm, I, I hope to still continue my practitioner work and, um, basically, you know, I'm a freelancer, so I, I get to, get to do a little bit of this and a little bit of that in terms of the kinds of, uh, user research, usability testing, uh, uh, ethnography, interviews, um, all kinds of the research that I've been doing. So, you know, I hope to continue doing that. Um, but meanwhile, you know, I'm, I'm also trying to figure out what the, what the next, adventure is um and, and be on the work adventure that kind of comes naturally um but you know continue continue giving the talks continue doing the writing um i've been speaking a little bit more about uh, freelancing actually and, and that was my uh, most recent to uh linda linda linkedin learning courses and uh, talking about that and helping people uh, on the freelancing track when they want to um but by and large you know being that practitioner and then uh, as a researcher and then doing something else. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it, it's undefined, um, but hopefully it, it, it will be defined uh, in, a, in another year, maybe. What's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career to date? Um, I mean, certainly I think the, the soft skills uh, have been particularly, particularly important as a, as a consultant. Um, so, so, I mean, you know, any one of those soft skills, but um, being able to communicate, uh, being able to, um, by and large, you know, understand what people are saying, whether they're coming from a more techie background or a more business background or, um, or really wherever they are, uh, or, or marketing background, uh, and being able to translate between the backgrounds when they're stakeholders from various, uh, Various different, uh, different parts of a company. And, uh, you know, being able to do that translation, being able to, to have that communication, I think, you know, has, has gotten me far. Um, you know, as well as, as well as just a, a diverse background with the, you know, degree in the psychology, the sociology, um, the, the business, uh, being able to, to look at things through different lenses. Uh, so, you know, for, in my own career, I, I believe that that's, that's helped me, uh, you know, a fair bit. Can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT career energizer audience? Um, I think that, you know, I would say uh, the most or, or an important thing is to, to be true to yourself. Uh, if, if somebody is very happy in their career, um, great. Um, but, but keep in mind, even if you're, if you're very happy, that something may change, whether it's your boss or your company. Um, so be prepared. Always prepare yourself um, for something in the future. And if you're not, not happy and that something in the future, that, that different new thing is going to be coming a lot faster, um, you know, certainly 
explore possibilities. Don't be scared. Don't be afraid or hesitant to to try something new, um, to try something a little bit different. Uh, there, you know, there's it's an exciting world out there um, with with the way technology is advancing, the new um, permutations on careers, um, the the flexibility, the freelancing. Uh, there's just so many choices out there, and while it can be overwhelming or seem overwhelming, you know, really just going through um, methodically and saying, okay, well, who am I? What do I want? What do I need? Um, what will make me happy? And then changing things up in a way that will. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree with that. And finally, can you tell us maybe the best way we can find out more about you and potentially connect with you? Uh, sure, Absolutely. Um, so, uh, you know, my website is, is lebsentech.com, uh, and then, uh, my LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn website is just sla- uh, LinkedIn slash in slash Lebsen. Uh, but you can just Google me really, and, and I think I even have a little Google card that will, that will pop up there. Uh, but, um, but by, but you really, any, any, uh, any way that anyone wants is fine. And, and certainly, you know, f- feel free to connect with me, um, on LinkedIn. Feel free to follow me on Twitter. Uh, at Corey Lebson, and uh, yeah, and and I'm happy to uh, to get to connect with uh, any listeners who are who are out there. Corey, thank you so much for being on the IT Career Energizer podcast today. It's been great talking to you. Uh, great talking with you as well. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's great interview with Corey Lebson. Full show notes can be found on the website at itcareerenergizer.com/e16. And while you're at the website, you can download your free copy of 11 top career tips for IT professionals, many of which have been previously discussed on the show. In next week's episode, I'll be talking with Paul Gerrard, an award-winning software engineering consultant, author and coach. If you haven't already done so, please remember to subscribe in iTunes or Stitcher to get future episodes automatically downloaded to your device. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd really appreciate you leaving a rating and review in iTunes or Stitcher about the show. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.